Let me ask you something. Have you realized that what happens in your mind actually shows up in your reality? Are you living your dream life or your worry life? Welcome to the Dream Team Podcast, where we will reverse engineer what our wonderful and successful guests have done to create a life that they love. So you can too. We are back. We are here for another episode of the Dream Team Live Podcast. And our guest tonight is the most extraordinary man whose motto in life is you make more to give more. Now, how many people have you met who think along those lines? Not many. He's a very, very special gentleman. So we welcome Akbar Sheikh. Good evening. <laughs> Hello, welcome. Yes, thank you very much for having me. Well, we, 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 we're so excited to have you with us. And because we want to basically get into your mind, Akbar, because you are such an incredible person. He's making a difference to so many people's lives and you are a shining like shining light in the business coach world. I mean I've been following you now for a couple of years and you're not like all the others. You are you are different. There's something unique and special about you. You're very approachable. Look, you're here talking to us, which is so lovely. You're, we're not having to pay thousands of dollars to do it. Thank you very much for that. <laughs> and <laughs> you know you that so that alone makes you different. Um, but you know, we, you are you are, you have a different way about you, and I think that may have something to do with your background and how you started and what and what motivates you in this business. And so I I would like if if you would to just give us a little quick run through on um how you got started in business and then you know and, and what how, what your story is from sort of in, in brief from where you came from to where you are today if you would yeah i mean it's it's it's, it's a long story uh long story short um grew up always wanted to be an entrepreneur um by the time i was old enough or you know after well after college when I started to kind of take over the family business, I realized I, I hated it. And uh, that was a big um, crash for me. Like I hit a brick wall because there was no plan B. It was just, that was it. My whole life I was just going to, you know, bread to take over the family business. And I didn't like it at all. And my life just fell apart from that crash. You know, your whole life you think you're going to do something, and then when you do it, you realize, oh wait a minute, I can't do this. Oh wait, what do I do with my life? I, you uh, know, I gained a bunch of weight. I got into toxic relationships. I got a bunch of bad habits. I developed cryptic anxiety disorder. I was not spiritual. I was not I had the wrong company. <laughs> life went to, yeah, life went to hell. I ended up, long story short, ended up in the hospital, half dead. Ended up living in an electrical closet. Um, oh my god. Yeah, and uh, you know, basically, I I rehabbed myself. I. I went organic overnight. I stopped eating junk food and, and, and you know McDonald's and all this. And uh, uh, went organic, lost fifty pounds. I got rid of all my toxic relationships. I got rid of all my bad habits overnight. So I became, which led me to uh, healing my anxiety disorder. Uh, so it was, a, it was a very mind, body, soul transformation. I started doing yoga, started praying, um, and then you know I, I started becoming spiritually healthy, mentally healthy, physically healthy. I was still broke, 
And that's when long story short, I, I discovered uh, coaching. I didn't, I didn't have enough money to, to get my first coach. I had to sell my car and she really taught me the beauty of coaching, the elegance of coaching and, 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 you know, coming from a, an entrepreneurial family, I think that coaching is the most sex is the most beautiful, sexiest model out there because in essence, all coaching is, um, is allowing other people in your world. In other words, it's every single person has a talent, every single person has a gift, and it's just allowing yourself to share that with people who could benefit from it. That's all it is. And um, I think it's very lucrative. It's very impactful. And, you know, you live life on your terms. You, you, no one tells you what to wear, as you can see by my sweater. Uh, <laughs> no, no one tells you what time to, to get up, what time to leave. And, and I could never do that whole, you know, slave cubicle thing. So um, for me, it was just like the perfect, perfect career. And, uh, and I think it's a real blessing. Um, and then long story short, we, you know, we started with nothing. We sold our car to get a coach and, you know, um, after figuring out a couple of things, we ended up being a top uh, global 1% coach. Which is pretty wow. impressive. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And can I ask you something? Can, do you remember or do you have a clear, um, I don't know, image or thought of what was that? Because if you were able to do that, all of that overnight, Maybe you had like an encounter, maybe you had, was it being half dead in the hospital or what was it that, you know, had that <gasps> illuminating experience or aha moment that people call it? I, I, look, there's a lot to it. I think that a lot of people have probably gotten a bunch of, have gotten a bunch of unrealized aha moments. In other words, <laughs> life is constantly going to throw you aha moments if you're looking for it. But a lot of people, we are not primed to receive them. What I, what I mean by that, I'm trying to think of an analogy, but it's like, it's like, put it to you this way. It's like standing in the rain without an umbrella. It's like, you're going to get wet. You're not, you're not equipped for the rain you're not equipped for the rain if you have an umbrella and a raincoat and boots mm -hmm. you're in good shape right <laughs> yeah most people are it. walking around the rain without an umbrella mm. in other words there the the thing that had to change for me was a total transformation and that was and it's not the sexiest answer because everybody wants to know like oh what's that one little thing i can do right now but the truth is it, it does happen very quickly and it, it's a very holistic approach it's just about eating better cutting out all the poison, you know, all this food that you eat, this fast food, it's all junk and it's all poison. Eliminate the poisons from your body, eat clean, you know, drink good, clean water. You'll notice you do that for one week. You'll notice you're going to feel different. You're going to have more energy. You're going to be more focused. You're going to be happier. So just honestly, yes, eating well uh, <laughs> will help you improve your business. Um, exercising. Um, so that's physically, physically optimized. In other words, you need to spiritually, physically, and mentally optimize yourself. So, you know, I had a negative mindset because I was always hanging around negative people. Once mm -hmm. I eliminated those people and replaced them with other people, and that happens pretty much overnight. Wow. You start thinking very differently. Right now, I hang out with people who make $100 million, uh, who've made $100 million online. 
they think totally differently. So now mm -hmm. I'm thinking differently. Um, you you are who you hang out with. So 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 through very simple changes, such as changing your diet, changing who you hang out with, uh, mm -hmm. changing your spiritual practices, uh, you will see a very positive effect very um, very quickly. Actually, in my experience. Mm -hmm. But how do you think, how come most people don't do it? Because, you know, you've now you're in a position that you look back and you say, oh, my God, how could I spend so much time not taking care of myself, you know, not doing this? But how come, even if it's so simple, because, you know, in the when once you've kind of handled it, it becomes simple. But what about all that journey? Why would people... Uh, and this is a completely honest question. Why do people do some people do it and some people don't? Because that's what the, our main focus here, trying to help the people that don't. Honestly, I'll tell you, I'll tell you what it is. It is a lack of, it is misdirected fear. Mm -hmm. It is misdirected okay. fear. We fear the wrong things. We fear our boss. We fear, you know, the police. We fear um, poverty. We fear all these wrong things, and 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 that fear dehabilitates us. Mm -hmm. That fear <laughs> limits our potential. If you f only fear God, then you are truly liberated, because if you truly fear God, you fear no one else. You feel you fear nothing else and that is a feeling of euphoria and a, and, and a true freedom um because you have one guiding light mm -hmm. <laughs> when you fear god you respect god you listen to god and god tells you to be healthy god tells you don't poison you i gave you i gave you a beautiful body mm -hmm. what the hell are you doing i mean excuse me what are you doing poisoning it Mm -hmm. what are you doing you have to take care of your body you have to eat right you have to eat clean you have to exercise so you just follow i was never god fearing before mm -hmm. in my life uh the, the truth is you know people i go on podcasts like this because what's the best business business book out there and they're waiting to hear you know some gary v tony robbins blah blah blah, blah. <laughs> and those are all great books there's no doubt about it and i love books but the best book on business in my opinion, is any one of the holy books out there, whether you're talking about the Quran, the Torah, the Bible, what have you. Mm -hmm. uh, these holy books is, is how God teaches you how to conduct business. Um, so I think for me, and, and, and I'll tell you, honestly speaking, it's You know, I've been, I, I don't know how many podcasts I've been on, a, a ton. I've been on you know, a ton of podcasts. And I get this question asked quite a bit, like, okay, well, what's that reason? Like, how did you make that change? Like, share that with us so that other people can, can do that as well. And honestly, it wasn't until I watched a TV show, like, a few days ago. It was a spiritual show. It was, like, two days ago. And it gave you that concept that I just told you about, you know, how liberating and beautiful it is to just fear God and nothing else. <laughs> and I just put it together right here, right now on this podcast that actually that's the key. Mm -hmm. That's actually, that's, that's my secret. That's what I did. I never realized that. Mm 
Yeah, this is definitely an exclusive. There's no doubt about that. We love that. It always happens in this podcast. We love that. Yeah. But let me let me go a little bit deeper since this is a new realization. Because fearing God might mean a lot of things depending on your background or what you believe. You know, Christians, Jewish, uh, you know, the people that do believe in God or their own God, you know. So what does this actually mean? To fear God, that that's the only thing that you should fear. What does that mean? To take a step back and to make it a little bit more simpler, what I would say is to actually love God. Mm -hmm. And when you love someone, you listen to them. And when you love someone and you internalize and you understand that, that God created you and you are God's greatest creation and God wants nothing but the best for you. And God has given us a blueprint on how to live life. Mm -hmm. And that blueprint, he tells you to keep good company. He mm -hmm. tells you to eat well. He tells you to uh, be active. He tells you to pray, meditate. Um, mm -hmm. All the secrets that, you know, all these kind of gurus mm -hmm. out there, Tony Robbins and all these guys, nothing, no, nothing against them at all. But all like the, oh, you got to hydrate and you got to exercise and you got to think positive thoughts, think and grow rich, you know, sold 100 million copies. Think and grow rich is nothing but is, 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 is a book about prayer. That, yeah. That's all that is. And it's mm -hmm. a global phenomenon. So what people have done, like Think and Grow Rich, Napoleon Hills and the Tony Robbins and all the, these biggest guys, they've just taken from God's word and, and, and they're, just, they're just regurgitating it without quoting God. in yeah. a lot of ways maybe because more in a business language or maybe more in a manifestation language or maybe more of a but it's yeah if you go back all the way back it might have the same meaning but it's i think it's a very important thing how you approach it you know so would it make sense that fearing god means because i kind of got something an idea meaning the fear of not being connected to that Uh, to that beautiful alignment? Honestly, I, look, fear is a different topic, but I think that it's a little, mm -hmm. I think that takes a little time. It's a little complex. It's, mm -hmm. it's a very deep subject. I think the easier way to approach this, the secret is really to actually just love God. Mm -hmm. Because when you I love respect. someone, you listen to them and you understand that they love you and that they want what's best for you. And then you just listen. Mm -hmm. And I just wasn't listening before. I was doing everything they told me not to do. And when yeah. I did that, my life was, was chaos. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but the thing is that it sounds, I think, I don't know, for Lisa, for you, for me, now that you are on the other side, it sounds very simple. But you still yes. did had, you know, because when you're on the other side, kind of, you don't see it. No matter how many people show it to you, how many people explain it to you, and as you go through the process, it's kind of hard because, you know, it's very simple. It's very simple. You just connect with the most powerful force there is, you know, whatever yeah. you want to call it, and then you benefit from its power. You know, it should be very simple, you know? Yeah. And, um, but do you think maybe the process of before and after is part of the journey? So maybe understanding that will help you to kind of honor what you're going through. Does that um, make sense? Yeah, I'm actually just writing this down in my personal <laughs> notes because it's, uh, I think, 
your next TED changer. talk, Akbar. You can do this yeah. as a TED talk. <laughs> Inspire yeah, on the Dream really Team Love podcast. <laughs> you it, have really to is, it. <laughs> it really is a TED talk. This is this has been a great experience. Um, to be honest with you, I was tripping so much on that concept. I, I, I misheard you. Can you repeat that? Sure. So because they, the idea is that I kind of two points that I'm, I'm getting from this interview, which is, I think is, I'm just, I think it's very important that we, you know, follow through <laughs> the answer is that maybe that the first one that we were saying that fearing God is the most important thing, but that that fear should mean to be afraid of the disconnection so you kind of lose all this power and this benefit that is so simple when you just love god and the other part is that you know maybe when you when you've passed it when you've gone beyond and you're already connected with that power everything is so simple but when before you get that acknowledgement everything is so hard so maybe that process is just the, is the journey, is that the must have, the must happen. So we are able to gain this knowledge and this openness and this illumination. So to honor that. So the first step might be just to learn to honor that, um, the journey. It's exactly right. I mean, you know, it, it's, you know, people have to be patient my journey was quite a long time. It was like 10 years of like suffering, many, many, many years of suffering before I suppose seeing the light. And, you know, it's always an up and down journey too. But I mean, you know, sometimes will I feel a little bit of anxiety? Yeah. But I mean, I used to have a crippling anxiety disorder. So it's, it's, it's much, much, much better. But mm. look, I think if you walk towards God, God runs towards you. Mm. And, I think it's important to be good to people because those people pray for you. Sometimes you think, man, how did this happen? It's hard to explain. Maybe somebody you loved, maybe somebody that loves you prayed for you. You know, mm -hmm. um, I think that's really important is, is, is to, to accept that. And, and I mean, you know, you reap what you sow, you know, for me, if we're talking about success, it's, it's a very interesting topic. The truth of the matter is if you sit down and do the math, you can live a very beautiful life if, you, if you're netting $20,000 a month. Mm. Yeah, you, you, can live, you can live a very, very beautiful life. You can give charity. You can send your kids to private school. You can have a great house, great car, <laughs> organic groceries. You live, in, you live in the life. Now, for me, I could do that. I, I wouldn't need any... You know, last month I paid my team over $50,000. I wouldn't um i wouldn't even need a team i think i would just need a va mm -hmm. um it would just be a one-man operation i would probably only have to work once a week uh something like that yeah i probably would actually only have to work once a week and uh that's if that's your goal but what i'm obsessed with is taking this make more give more concept and spreading it to the masses you know and for that you have to build a team and you have to go hard and you know you have to do paid traffic and you know yeah so i think the first thing people need to do is come up with a plan like what do you want and it's not it's a very personal answer mm -hmm. what do you want your life to look like maybe you're perfectly happy just making twenty thousand, and and there's nothing wrong with that at all well your plan is going to be totally different than someone else's plan yeah 
you know what I'm saying? So I think that's the first step uh, is, is to is to design, you know, your dream life, and then and then we can talk about building it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, do, do you? Okay, so so now you've 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 got this ten years in the in the wilderness, as it were, and then you found the light, and let's just put it simply in biblical terms. And you're now walking in that light and you're trying to spread the light. Okay, I think that's exactly what you're doing. So what are your dreams now? I mean, if if the rest of your life is to spread the light, I mean, what would, how will you know when you've done what you're here to do? Mm-hmm. I mean, how do you measure that? So really what's the vis- visualization? So how do you visualize that? Or Lisa is asking. Mm-hmm. How do you that's picture really, it in your mind? Yeah, it's a really great question. I, I think that the purpose of life is to do good and to spread good. So when does that ever end, really? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's 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 this lifelong thing. It's I don't think you get to a point where you're like, ah, we spread a little good, we're good. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I'll give you an example. It's like, you know. I try to build a water well every month or build a community center every month, every month or something like this, right? Well, we've built a bunch of community centers. We've built a bunch of wells, but it, for me, it depends on the individual. Everyone's built differently for some people, their entire life, they'll only build one well. And to them is it's a big deal. It's a big accomplishment. It's fantastic. And that's awesome. You know, for me, it's, it's never enough. You know, one well a month or one community center a month, it's just not enough. I think even if I did one well a day, I don't think it's enough. Um, mm-hmm. For me, the gift and the curse is kind of, and I say that in a playful manner, but it, for me, it's just, it's just never enough. It's just you got to mm-hmm. keep going, keep going, keep going. It's never the point of like, okay, if I'm making, you know, whatever, if I'm making, you know, whatever, five million a month, okay, I'm good. They, I've succeeded. I'm done. You know, for me, it's just, it's just constantly leveling up. You know, I used to consult for a non-for-profit type of company that was doing about, I think, three, five million, something like that. Now I consult for a non-for-profit kind of company that's, that's recently helped uh, raise $200 million for non-for-profits. Yeah. Is it enough? No. I want to work now with a billion-dollar non-for-profit. You know what I mean? So I don't, unfortunately, or fortunately, I don't know. I have to really kind of sit down and think about it. But, you know, for me personally, it's kind of, I don't know if it'll ever be enough, but for anyone who, who can measure it, that's pretty, I think that's pretty cool. You know, you'll feel a mm-hmm. sense of peace mm-hmm. a little bit. You know, I, 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 I don't get too many feelings of that or, or it doesn't last too often for me. But um, yeah, I think it's a very individualistic thing. So what, and I know I'm very aware of the time, so I'm I'm just going to sort of give you this this one big question and see if, if Marissa has any more, and then we're going to let you go. Um, but but that's extraordinary. You're right. Most people would do one well or ten wells and be I've I've had a good life. Now, that's not you, and there's something about you, and I'm just wondering if you know what it is that drives you in a deeper, more explosive manner than other people. Because it sounds like even when you were in chaos, you were doing big chaos, right? You were like really into your chaos. And then when you come out of chaos, you're really into doing well. And 
like so you have what do you think that is do you think it's your nature because we're always interested is it people's nature or is it what they learn what i think so this is a big argument in in college right are you born an entrepreneur or are you made are you can you are you made into an entrepreneur <laughs> different people have different answers on that for me look i do think it is a nature thing um i come from a family of entrepreneurs i come from a family of, of impact players who, who want to make big impact who you know i have an uncle right now who has a very beautiful and large non-for-profit overseas feeding a ton of orphans. I think he's fed like a million meals. Wow. Um, you know, so I have, I come from a family of givers and uh, people who just want to play big. Mm -hmm. So, you know, it is, it, for me, it is a natural kind of obsession mm -hmm. to, to, I don't want to help a few people. I want to help a lot of people. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. um, so I, I think it is a nature thing. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, I can see. Let that. me ask you something. Um, do you believe that you are living your dream life? Um, I think a lot. Thank God, life's pretty good. I think I think life is pretty good. Um, mm -hmm. I don't know. I don't. I don't quite know how to answer that. I mean, if you take a look at trivial things, do I have a really? Do I have a nice car? Yes. Do I have a nice watch? Yes. Do I have a nice house? Yes. You know, do I consider that a dream lifestyle? Not really. I was happy without all that stuff. I was happy when I was living peace? in an electrical closet. Um, am I at peace? No, unfortunately, I don't think I'm ever truly at peace. Um, mm -hmm. I think I'm always, I, always wanting more, 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 um, more impact. Meaning, yeah. because at the end of the day, like, you know. I'm not a materialistic person per se, although I do like nice things. I do, mm. I do buy nice things because I, I, I appreciate them. But um, I think for me, a dream life, look, I don't, I don't know if anyone, it's, 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 it's a simple question yet. It's, it's a rather complex question because <laughs> look, this life is a test. You know, you pat black the black. I mean, to me, I'm not preaching. Well, I'll tell you what I believe. Mm -hmm. You know, the black and white version is that you know, if you this life's a test. You do good, you go to heaven. You do bad, you go to hell. Right. Mm -hmm. um, so I think I think it's an ongoing test. I think that I think that any especially anyone who's trying to do good in the world. I think the devil. I, I, you know, it's funny when I was more relaxed. Interestingly enough, in my life, when I was more relaxed, is when I was really just not very impactful. Mm -hmm. I was chilling a lot with my friends. Mm -hmm. I was, you know, just hanging out, you know, being involved in bad habits, <laughs> uh, you know, partying a lot. And, and I was pretty relaxed. Um, I think interestingly enough that I think the more good you do, you know, all these gray hairs, you, you know, I had a full head of hair. <laughs> I, didn't have, I didn't have any gray hair. <laughs> And then when I started making a lot of impact, man, all my hair started going away. All my hair started turning white. I think the devil, the devil's job, the devil's promise to God is 24. The, de the devil doesn't have a, a, a job. He doesn't have to sleep. He doesn't have to eat. He doesn't have to go to the bathroom. <laughs> he has a 24-7 job, mm -hmm. nonstop, one mission, crystal clear. Mm. It is to, and that is to corrupt man. That is his promise to God. <laughs> that he told God, hey, you you think that these guys are so good, watch me corrupt all of them. <laughs> and so anyone who's just 
was a bad boy, I guess, or a bad girl like I was. Devil's not bothering you at all. He's like, eh, no, this guy, this guy's, this guy, this, this guy's, a, this guy's a jerk anyway. Leave him alone. This guy's, this guy's a, this guy's a uh, what do you call it? This guy's a degenerate anyway. Leave him alone. We don't have to, we don't have to say boo to him. But then when people are trying to do good, now all of a sudden you're the enemy of the devil. Mm. The devil doesn't want any, any human beings doing good. Then he, then he makes life a little harder for you. He whispers things in yeah. your ears. And, you know, puts imposter syndrome in you. He puts anxiety. He puts shiny objects. In you. He puts all these different things in you. He works really hard. Do you think hard. that all of that is the devil? Oh, yeah. All, all that's from the mm -hmm. devil. Imposter mm -hmm. syndrome, shiny object syndrome, anxiety. All these things are, are just distractions from the devil to prevent you from doing good. If you think about most people and why they're not performing better, it's because they have some sort of anxiety, some sort of imposter syndrome, some, some yeah, sort of shiny yeah. object syndrome. Yeah. You know, there, 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 there's some blockage. I believe that blockage is from the devil because if that block's not there, then they would be doing more good. So true. Yeah, I've never thought of it like that, but that makes yeah. perfect sense, actually. It just this is like black and white. Yeah. I think so. No, I, I love that. Oh, thank you. Wow, what an insightful meeting. Thank you so much. And Marissa, um, are you, name last questions, are you okay? You've asked everything? Yeah, I think, I think it's very interesting because we've been able to kind of put another twist, something new that we can develop on. And um, yeah. I love that perspective about the devil because I do understand it. I do... I might not view it in, 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 in a very religious way, but I, I do understand it in more of a, a bigger, broader perspective because I've always understood that it's much, much easier to be bad than to be good because that it does take true. less effort. Yeah, it does take yeah. less effort. But That's now, right. adding that part of the devil, devil, it does make a lot of sense, you know, because yeah. it should be easier. It should be very simple. Yeah. But I also would like to see, you know, maybe in a year's time, in a month, in whatever time, if you are able to find that peace, you know, because the idea of the dream life so is that we learn and understand that we are all living our dream life right now. So what are we dreaming? You know, are we dreaming our worries? Are we dreaming our dreams? Are we dreaming our anxieties, you know? because that's what's happening. And that if you're able to acknowledge that and then understand to be grateful and transform it, then you know that whatever it is that like you were saying, living in an electric cupboard or living in a mansion, it's all a dream and it's all wonderful if you just decide to see it that way. Obviously easier said than done. <laughs> well, I think Akbar is living his dream. He just hasn't, yeah, when I you do. say that, it seems like what's a strange question. But I think Akbar's dream, even if he maybe hasn't said it himself, is to make an amazing impact amazing on this planet. Impact. And, and you are already doing that. And be know? a light, be a beacon of light for God. Mm -hmm. And you're doing that. And that's why he can never be, because he's always going to want to do more. But it's, but it's a good kind of wanting yeah. to do more. It's the best kind of wanting to do more mm -hmm. all the time. Yeah. Gonna yeah. And then you go to bed well, and go, you. oh my God, I've done so much. Still more to do, so yeah. much more. But you know, wow. Thank you, Thank Thank you God, you, for... Is well today and the new world tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> and thank the you so much. Other. Yeah. Thank you yeah. so much, brother. No, thank you guys so much. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Dream Team podcast. You can catch Lisa and Marissa every Monday and Thursday. Don't forget to subscribe and review and dream on.